I'm 30 years old. I'm a filmmaker. I live in California and I am in a monogamous partnership. Hello, lovely humans. I'm Wyo Lee and you are listening to Sex Stories, a podcast where we share our sex stories in an effort to improve sex lives everywhere. And my guest on the podcast today, I am very, very excited to introduce to you because she is a dear, dear friend. Welcome, Medusa. Hi. And will you tell our listeners how you identify sexually? So I like to use the Kenzie scale. Uh, I don't know if that's out of vogue, but I identify as a two on the Kinsey scale. Will you tell, will you remind me what that means? Yeah, no problem. In fact, I'll read it so that I'm not, you know, guilty of uh, misinterpreting it. It's predominantly heterosexual, but more than incidentally homosexual. So I don't identify as bisexual. Um, more out of weird, like, I don't even know. Like, I, I'm not quite sure why I don't. Even I am, a, I guess because I always see that as a more of an equal opportunity and i don't think i'm totally equal opportunity when it comes to my attraction interesting Does that make sense? i, I know that might not be accurate has to be in place you mean you're right i feel really i feel like maybe i'm uh treading on dangerous grounds here um, i don't know no i feel kind of the same way honestly. which is why i don't identify as bisexuals because i'm just like uh yeah well, and also your partner, your monogamous partner is a man. Yeah. And do you feel like that affects... And I feel like I am most attracted to him. And I also, I guess this is why <laughs> I... think I, that's your right. orientation and is your partner. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. And I guess the other thing is, is that I know that long term, I would miss cock. And I guess that's, I guess that's why I don't feel comfortable identifying as bisexual. And that's why I like the Kinsey scale. Here's a question I don't know if I've asked you. Do you get turned on looking at pictures of women ever? Like, have you ever, like, been, like, looking at a magazine or a beautiful photo shoot and then, like, gotten turned on and done stuff with your partner? Yes, but no. Okay. So, not from looking at fashion magazines, but, I mean, we've definitely watched lesbian porn and, like, that Mm. is a turn on to me, like, together. Like, so that would be a turn on. When you me. watch porn, is it Actually, like, like usually more there maybe more like three so like bisexual yeah. porn, I guess. Okay. Would okay. be more accurate. Like all the things. Yeah. When you watch porn, mm-hmm. where do you do it? And what's the setup like? This is gonna be a really weird thing, but Great. this is one of the <laughs> where we're we're recording right now. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> 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 Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, this room primarily. <laughs> uh, if it makes you feel better, every time I'm interviewing someone on my couch and then I tell a story where I'm like, and we were fucking on the couch, we put down couch blankies. It's <laughs> clean. Right. Or like, I feel like also obviously hotels, right? Isn't that mm-hmm. like a thing people do when you go to hotels? Like, I guess Am so. I putting that on people? I don't, I don't know. know. The first night that I was with my ex-master when we were at the hotel, like we, he, I walked in and he had porn going on right. the TV and it was very hot. Yeah. And then I guess, well, also when we were at my place, there were a couple times I put a DVD into my computer because mm-hmm. it's uh, 2011 and still has a DVD drive. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I need a new computer. Okay. So... Tell me more about how often do you watch porn or was it like a thing? Mm. Like, is it a regular thing? Is it something that just kind of comes and goes? Yeah, yeah, comes and goes. I would not say it's a regular thing. Um, 
I would say it's more of a special occasion mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I'll get dressed up. We'll say, have a glass of wine. Special. Will you give us a little snapshot? And then I do want to dive into, like, formative experiences. But mm-hmm. will you just give us a snapshot of, like, some of your special occasions? Because I feel like you you are someone who has such a uh, delicious attitude toward kind of, like, making a sexy evening a real sexy evening. And I feel that that should be shared with the world. Oh, okay. I mean, I love dressing up. I will say that. Um, what I'm, does dressing up mean to you? Like, just tell our I listeners. Mean, lingerie, heels, red lipstick, you know. like. But I, can you please tell them the detail with which you, like, <laughs> select outfits and, like, what you're looking for? I mean, it is a pretty you... big deal. Like, okay, so I will say this. I haven't dressed up as much lately, which because... has been really sad because I've been knocked up. And I've got to tell you, there's just... It's hard to really indulge on lingerie that you're like, I'm going to fit into this for a week and then maybe never again. Like, um, and then plus, I was not somebody who felt some people feel sexy when they're pregnant. I did not. I did not mm. like being pregnant. So anyway, we can talk about that we more will, later. We'll get to that. Okay. Um, but pre-baby, um, I really like lingerie, but I also am not one of those people that's just gonna like throw something on like if i'm gonna dress up it's like it's for an evening of like and what is the preparation process like for you because i have a feeling even though i'm no longer and maybe this will change now that i'm in a new phase no longer is into lingerie because i've just been naked so much right for me there is a whole preparation process that gets my brain like kind of in the zone i guess what is yours like um, I mean, well, first of all, I always like go in our room, lock the door. It's like, this is like off limits. Mm. Um, I've usually picked out my outfit, like, you know, in advance. I do know because right? I hear the details of you picking <laughs> <Yeah>. it up. <laughs> you know, I've picked out my outfit. I have like different fit, you know, cause there's, it depends also what we're going to be doing that evening. Right. Cause you I talk have like about some... it ahead of time. Do you know? No, he likes to be surprised when it comes to outfits. No, but like but, oh, yeah. what you're doing. So we have like code things, right. Where you'll be like. Do you want to go to the office? And that means if we're going to go to the office, that means mm-hmm. we're probably going to watch something or whatever. Right. So I feel like that is something where like I might wear something that has a little bit more fishnets or a little yeah. bit more like, I don't know, scandalous. Not scandalous is a weird word. What do you know what I mean? mean? Um, I feel like scandalous to me is things that like you might wear for like BDSM stuff, mm-hmm. even though that's not like a big focus. That's not like a, a big focus for us. But like, I feel like things that, are more on that um, side of the lingerie world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I don't have a ton of soft stuff. I don't. Um, Soft stuff? Okay, so soft stuff for me is going to be like pale colors. Oh, okay. Maybe like baby dolly type stuff. You know what I mean? I thought you meant like velvet and I was like, bleh. No. (laughs) Um, Although I do like velvet, you know, right? But like, uh, so I don't have a ton of stuff like that. But when I I do have like two or three outfits like that. And those are generally where I'm going to be, um, you know, pale pink lips, kind of try to do like the Mm. 60s hair. So like also my hair is wild beast. It is wild. But I have outfits where I'm like, this is an outfit that I wear with a ponytail. Or Mm. this is like, and I don't dress. This is not girly things or just different. Mm, Just depends. No, more like, um, so like the soft ones, I always, I always think of like Austin Powers fembot stuff. So like my Mm -hmm. hair has to be blow dried. Right. Yeah. Then I have other ones that are like, so I have like a lot of like the fishnet ones or whatever. My, so my hair is going to be like big and wild or super sleek. Mm -hmm. Um, I would just like to say, I do not put 
even like a tenth of this effort into anything I wear in public. I know. <laughs> right? Like I <laughs> barely wear makeup. My hair does not get washed that often. Right. Yeah. But like, but launch, but like, that's the other thing. Like if I am not like, if I'm not feeling great about my, my face or hair or whatever, like that's not going to be a dress up night for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because then I'm just like, it's a waste of an outfit. Yeah. Um, Here's a question. Do you reuse outfits? Yes, okay. I do. Because, like, my partner definitely has favorites. Okay. He, like, he's, like, um, I think he likes a little bit more of the, like, like I know he likes the fishnets, the bodysuits, things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, boots, heels, things like that. Yeah. I don't know if I've asked you this. How do the outfits come off? I know it's probably different every time, but is it, like... Do they mostly stay on? Is it like scooting them out of the way? I think it depends on the outfit, okay. right? Because like some things have snaps right. and whatever say, are that you make worried that... about the like. Um, but I generally everything comes off at some yeah. point. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Generally. I mean, I'm always a fan of them coming off. And I've been, as I've been exploring with new people, I'm sort of like, I like to get naked really fast, but I'll try to be slow so you can unwrap <laughs> me because I had a partner a long time ago who's a good friend of mine tell me. Uh you know how Christmas works? Presents are nice to unwrap. <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm always curious about that. Okay, so special nights, you kind of know sexually what's happening and you pick the outfit accordingly. Yes. And then it just goes from there. Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's back up to what are your formative memories around sex? Like as a as young as you can remember, what do you remember hearing about it? Young as I can remember. Well, I don't ever remember a time. This is going to sound weird. I don't ever remember a time when I didn't know what sex was. My mom was like very open about things like that, mm-hmm. right? And knew the proper terminology, all those things. So I don't actually have a memory of not understanding what sex sex was. Um, Did you ever feel like there was a moment where you went from like the concrete understanding of penis and vagina to like the emotional context or relational context around it? Because I feel like in some ways I'm still sort of like unpacking that and was even as an adult when I started having sex. So I feel like it wasn't until I started being physical myself that I really understood mm-hmm. certain aspects of it. So there's one thing that I like kind of laugh about now that I think that I thought really, really clearly, um, I thought about, worried about, which is like, how do you go from like, or how do you not go from kissing to having sex? Like, like when like, I you... like when I was, <laughs> I mean that's me now. I'm like maybe it's just like I'm mo- like from movies or something. But I just remember being like, how do you know to just stop? How does it just like keep being like make out? Like I don't know. Like I just was really like I was just like, well, I think probably you know when I first kiss somebody, I probably just have sex. Like, like I you remember, kiss them and it just goes right in. Like I just remember actively thinking that when I was like in junior high. Oh, like really? I was just like because like I didn't have a junior high kiss or anything like that so I was just like how do you just like know to stop and like I wanted to have sex so I was just like I'll probably just have sex like the first opportunity Mm -hmm. I get to make out with somebody and then what was your actual experience like it wasn't like that at all like not even like like it was definitely like oh there's so much more to explore Mm. and like you don't realize that like you can just keep kissing for a really long time like really long time I just didn't know that Mm -hmm. because I didn't understand like the reality of it Mm -hmm. um yeah, 
And even though there were people that were really explicit with me about what they did and what their experiences were and stuff, I just kept thinking in my head, like, how do you not just have sex? Yeah. I don't know. Like, because I was very concerned about how things end. Like, how do you, like, know it's time to stop? Yeah. So um, as an adult, how would you answer that question for yourself? Because also, or like, about or like, if you're tell, if you're telling me, so also, I will say, listeners, this is the first episode that I'm recording in over a month, and so we are now at the end of August. So this is day one of my road trip around California, and it's the first time since I got on OkCupid and have gone on a few dates that I am recording an episode, <laughs> and my brain is a little bit, but like, how do you not have sex? And for me, the answer has been my partners and I have decided not to right away, basically. Right. But I also, because of this podcast, partly I'm like, okay, so you know I have a sex podcast, so tell me about your sexual preferences and what you'd like to do, and what do you want to do tonight? And like, what are we doing? <laughs> you know, like, I'm very just, and it's so uncomfortable. So now as an adult, what are the things between kissing and sex that you're like, mm. I mean, I love, like, I love touches. And okay, so here's the other thing. I've had to do, like, I've gone a little backwards in terms of my sex life because of pregnancy. So yes, will, you, will you talk about that? Please? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously there are, you know, the steps leading up to sex or whatever. But as you, I don't know, have a partner or partners and you have sex with them, then you generally know if you're going to do those things, it's going to always lead to sex, right? Yeah. Like, so like if I start like heavily making out with my partner, um, unless there's like a specific time constraint, you know, your problem's going to lead to oh, sex. that's a good right? point. Like you Wait, just know. Do you ever have heavy makeouts? I guess it would have to be time constraint Yeah. Stuff. I mean, there's no, there's no reason why it wouldn't at yeah. this point um, until I got, until, you know, this human wrecked me. Um, <laughs> okay, you're not wrecked. You're just recovering. So, yeah. So then all of a sudden, um, this is going to sound so clinical, right? They're like, you can't have penetrative sex for like however many whatever. And I actually had a really slow recovery. So it took me longer. But that doesn't mean I didn't have desire. Mm -hmm. So we kind of went backwards and did a lot more. I don't know, stuff we did at the beginning, right? Like, Will you be um, a little more explicit and also walk yeah. us through your entire, from becoming pregnant through the entire process or even leading up to being pregnant because you guys were having a lot of sex to get pregnant, right? I would say, I would not say that we had more sex to get pregnant. You know, just, like just, we never but you're like had, have a pretty active sex life. Yeah, like we didn't have like I wasn't like, oh, like I might be ovulating. I could not worry about that. Yeah. Like I just full disclosure, the idea of making a baby weirds me out. <laughs> I do not like to connect those things to sex. Just like staring at each other's eyes, nope. like waiting for the sperm so, to find the egg. Nope. Don't like it. <laughs> don't like it. Um so the first time we actually had sex where we knew that we were, like, officially in the, like, you know, no and no type of birth control, nothing. Like, if we get pregnant, we're keeping it. Like, all that sort of thing mm -hmm. um, was awkward, actually. Really? Like, it was like, a, like, we were just, like, the very first time after that was totally fine. But, like, the very first time, it was just, like... <sighs> We should just get the first time out of the way. Like, Both of you were they, like having this. Yeah, it was like very oh, nerve wracking. We went to a different city to do it. And can you tell our listeners how long you've been together? 
Um, it's twelve years. See. Yeah, you know, <laughs> <Josh. 12> years. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So twelve years. So then, um, yeah, about I don't know, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about two years ago, we decided that we would. I hate this phrase, but la- for lack of a better. Um, term start trying i don't like it because it sounds like you're gonna fail at sex right like we're gonna try (laughs) um so i just really don't so but like so when we decided that we were no longer going to actively try not to get pregnant Mm -hmm. i had re we just like we were awkward like it was still enjoyable it was still like i still had an orgasm as did he but like it was just not our normal sex because we're just like oh my god this is sex that could lead to a baby yeah. um and weirdly enough since it didn't happen right away it was like the more that it didn't happen the more i the less i connected those two things and then was able mm-hmm. to just be like more present and whatnot which is good i'm um, like, like i said i don't begrudge anybody that does do the uh, like i think that's great right and sometimes you just need to you need to test your ovulation like especially yeah. if it's happening oh, yeah. or not happening for a long time um, and I was definitely getting towards that point. Like I was definitely, like I definitely had some times where I was just like, maybe I should be a little bit more calculating in this. Yeah. Um, but as I said, I had a really hard time connecting those two things. It sounds like I don't know what's checking wrong with in with yourself <laughs> yeah. around your like emotional levels and anxiety levels around that. And it's right. And I didn't, my big thing was like, I just really didn't want sex to become something that felt like, like felt like a chore. Yeah. Like, you know, and I do know that like, um, trying can have a just see the phrase just it's just easy to use. Yeah. I know yeah. that trying can have a negative effect on people's sex lives mm-hmm. um, because I thought they feel like it's we're doing this and there's so much pressure behind yeah. it and all. And I just really, really didn't want that. I feel like it could suck the fun out. Yeah, in, so in that's that's why I made that choice. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I, I was really I think I got pregnant after like ten months of not of. Of no longer actively trying not to get pregnant. Yeah. Um, so during that time, and what was your relationship with come like? Like, for myself, I spent two years with a partner who I he had a vasectomy, so I was not remotely afraid of his semen, and I was like very much enjoying everything we would do with it like he would come in different holes he would come all over the place like he could come and it would be on me and I could touch myself and not have to worry about that and I recently had an epiphany I was with someone the other night and gave him blowjob and then I was like my hand I'm contaminated I can't I can't talk to myself there's definitely a lot less just like fear around cleanup and stuff like that right like there definitely is something that's like a little bit more relaxing um because I would say that, like, now, for instance, I'm definitely just like, I can't get pregnant again. Right. Like, we need to be careful. <laughs> yeah. You know, so there's just, like, so – there's just a level of concern that's added to sex mm-hmm. when you're trying to not get pregnant, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um Oh, and I should just say explicitly, for our listeners' sake, neither of us are on any form of birth control. Right, yeah. So that's just, like, an important thing to say. Yeah. Um, And I am a big, like – google junkie when it comes to any like (laughs) so (laughs) i spent so long looking up like the pullout method and i would definitely never recommend it to anybody who was new to sex or um that didn't a hundred percent trust their partners or isn't willing to still risk a baby yeah (laughs) yeah i mean that's the thing is that is not something i did when 
the first few years we were together. Like that was definitely after I really, really trusted him and like also knew that like, okay, like this seems like a relationship that's definitely going to last. Um, I don't want to be promoting anything. (laughs) I feel like we've said this, that if you're not willing to possibly have a baby or conceive a child, use a different form of birth control. I have been thinking about getting a copper IUD again lately. You know, I know three people that are on, like, personally, I'm sure I know way more, but, like, I know three people that have got them in the last few years that have all really, really liked them. Um, I just feel like, for me, when I'm like, I'm not on birth control, we definitely are using condoms, there's no pushback. But then again, I am now, I now have better communication around sex, I'm still practicing, and I've been better at selecting partners that are like, of course we're using condoms. Right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So can you walk us through how your body felt, if you can remember, during pregnancy? Like fucking shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, no, okay. I did not have a great pregnancy. Um, I love my baby. Like, mm-hmm. she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not feel good for 22 weeks. Like, oh. just. And just there- for people who may not know, can you tell us specifically how your body didn't feel good? Right. So I just felt like I could throw up at any time. Um, oh. I just like in my throat, I just That's felt not like, arousing to you. No. <laughs> it's not my thing. You don't get um, off on nausea. I was nauseous for like 22 weeks. Um, and I got oh. more nauseous as the day progressed. Um, mm. So I actually ended up having more morning sex than I ever had in my I was just going to say, so did you guys do Yeah, anything? I had more morning sex because by the evening, I was just done like Mm. physically emotionally because there's like a lot of emotions with pain anybody who's had like any sort of chronic pain knows that it's an it's also emotional um so yeah the evenings were just really rough for me um and they usually tell you like oh it's the first 12 weeks it was was the first 22 weeks (sighs) um so then by the time that i like wasn't feeling like that anymore there was several positions that were out because Mm -hmm. then you have like the stomach and you Mm -hmm. can't do certain things right Mm -hmm. so i would say like after that things were going okay like things were good again um i mean things were good sexually for the first 22 weeks in the morning on days I felt okay. Um, but I, th- I would say that's when I had the least sex of my life. Mm. Um, except, of course, now, like, you can't have sex like the first six weeks after right. birth, right? right. Um, but, like, that was, like, the really plummeted because I was just not feeling good at all. Which also just sucks. Like, you're just, like, that's another emotional thing, right? Like, for me, like, sex is a way to reconnect with your partner. Yeah. And to... Release um, some fucking endorphins. Yeah, get that and it's just, like, a way to show that, you're, that you love the person. And that I just... It's just really, really important to me. So there was a lot of, um, I don't know, just, like, negative feelings within myself about the fact right. that I couldn't be... Like that I couldn't have sex as often as I wanted to because I just felt awful. And luckily I have a super supportive yeah. partner and whatnot, but still it just it just sucked. Yeah, because um, you don't feel like yourself in your own body. Yeah, exactly. So then I started feeling a lot better um, you know, after twenty-two weeks. What positions could you do? So what so you can't do like can you do regular missionary? What is uh, it like? That that's like, like really sucks like that just becomes awkward because yeah. you also aren't really supposed to be on your back for too long. Right. Once you like hit about like mid 
second trimester like you're doggy supposed- style or sideways yeah, si- yeah especially sideways. Like side- okay. side- that's great. that one was really good i obviously me on top like wait wait could you do doggy style because what does doggy style feel like when you have like a baby stomach so, okay because f- i feel like that would be yeah so oh. that was definitely like an earlier not i know right um not <laughs> as much like as as I got bigger, yeah. got there was like less and less. Yeah, that yeah, you could that like, makes sense. You know, it's like a, a narrowing yeah, funnel. Exactly. Um, and then I would say like the last few weeks, I was just so big and it was so hard. I was way overdue. Mm-hmm. Um, that then we that's when we just kind of started going back to some of those, you know, some of those early. Uh, I don't know what would you call it. What what is the phrasing I'm T- looking for? Touches, touches, yeah, early touches, right? Like I think we call it jobs. first base, second base, third base. <laughs> but what is second base? Uh, I I never really I was never clear on bases because I was like touch me everywhere. <laughs> um, I think first base is kissing or maybe okay. a boob squeeze. Right. Second base I think is hand stuff. Third base is good. Oh. I'm introducing a new phrase. Third base is what I will now be calling good jobs. Good <laughs> jobs. Just to catch on. <laughs> I think it's a genital neutral way of saying we went down on each other, but saying going down on someone, like it's just too verbally clunky. So I decided yeah. that instead of saying like, he went down on me or like we gave each other head because I just giving head to me does not like I don't like the phrase. That's a, so it's a I feel phrase. like people. <laughs> it's a <sucky> <gasps> I did not mean that. <laughs> so water, I feel water. like um, last Monday when I was having my last sex chat at a bar, I was talking to Susan and we were talking about going down on each other. Not 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 Susan and I, but just we're talking about people going down on each other. And mm-hmm. I said, we need a gender neutral phrase or like a genital neutral phrase for just a universal going down on thing. And I said, you know, like blow jobs and what good jobs. And then I said, yes, it could be a good job <laughs> for both parties unless it's excellent, in which case it could be an excellent job or a fantastic job. Or so I'm trying to get that. I'm on, on board. I'm on board. Um, we'll, so we we'll hung out in second and third base quite okay. a bit, um, which is. Which is also where we hung out right around four weeks postpartum. Okay. Um, and then we are just now starting to essentially like have sex again. How does that feel in your body? Um, okay, so the first time was really painful. Really? Like you really want it and then you're like, oh my God, this is so painful. Um, I don't want to traumatize anybody. Um, no, you're, you can. I think you can share your experience because not everyone has the same one. But if someone is having um, the same thing, then they can not freak out that they're abnormal. Right. I mean, and that is that is like I I have been like searching for people who tell me like, oh yeah, things weren't super easy afterwards because then I'm like, okay, I'm not dying. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not gonna be like this forever. Yeah. Um, I much like some people. Like, are in a lot of pain when they lose their virginity and others aren't. When I lost my virginity, very painful. Mm. Um, Even though I was, like, super ready Mm -hmm. um, physically, emotionally, everything. I was like, yeah, let's do this. And then I was just like. Didn't you try a couple times before you finally got it all the way in? Yes. I'm making hand gestures. (laughs) That's cool. (laughs) Um. Are you talking about for virginity or the... Yes. Okay. Yeah, and, I, I mean, both, but like... Because that is, that is accurate both times. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, I mean, that was that's the thing is that, like, I almost feel like having sex postpartum is like losing your virginity again, mm-hmm. where you're just like, okay, you've go. got this. <laughs> like, I just gotta, you know, find the right position and like, I, you know, 
Yeah. So were you in charge of postpartum lives now, uh-huh. more recently? And I think it actually would be interesting to compare and contrast. Like, were you on top? Were you, like, guiding him? Was it just, so like, a lot of communication? So we tried a lot of different positions um, at first because it was just trying to figure out, like, what was best. Um, and, yeah, there was, like, we just went really, really slow. Yeah. Like, really slowly. Um and that first couple of times, we had to kind of revert back to second and third position. Okay. <laughs> right? Wait, so when you Couldn't say going finish. really slowly, do you mean like just the tip type very slowly? Like just like... Slowly entering his. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Just to be very clear. Um, yeah. Um, and, and then a lot of times we would revert back to second and third base okay. because it was just like, okay, so we tried for a little bit. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and I don't have a partner that's like, well, I feel good, so I'm just going to keep... You know, I just... Like there... I right. do know that people are in relationships sometimes where it's just like it's not as much of a priority if both people are feeling comfortable um and if you're in one of those relationships i think that you should demand your partner (laughs) figure that shit out i think that there are different levels because for example when i was with my ex-master there were definitely days where i'm like not feeling this butt sex but i want to see if i can get to the point where i'm feeling it oh see that's different some days i would call it i mean he he would do he would listen to my safe words, obviously. Yeah, I mean, but you've set up a thing where you're like, I'm trying to, which I would say much like losing your virginity, like it's going to be uncomfortable for some people the first few times. Like it just is. And if you just wait for it to not, to like magically be comfortable, like that's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, and Can I ask you a question that is sure, like sure. completely out of left field, yeah. but you might actually know the answer. Do you remember? If I was in pain when I lost my virginity. I felt like you did not have a painful losing your virginity. I felt like I was so excited. And I just, you remember I had the giant bruise because I saw you the day after. And I don't know how I got that big bruise on my leg. Yes, I do remember that. Like so accurately. Did I tell you that I like did all the holes that first time? Like was I even open about that then? Do you remember? I don't remember. But I mean, I know I I did, but I was just like, wow. You did, but it's also hard to tell because, like, over so many years, you just learn things about. It's like, did I like who? Who knows when I found out about stuff when it's all like mixed up in my head? Um, but I do remember that. Yeah. Um, I do not feel like you had as painful a time as I. I, It definitely was not as painful as yours Um, because I remember yours was like a progression. It really hurt. Like, yeah. And then it was like, and then like one day I was just like, oh, it doesn't hurt anymore. Like at all. Like it was just like, and like one, like it was just like it hurt less and less. And then one day I was just like, this doesn't hurt. This is great. This is amazing. Do you think it was like brain related at all? Or do you think it was no, all body it stuff? No, it was like, de- like it was very specific. Mu- like, yeah. Because okay. like I, like I said, like emotionally, like I was super ready and I was like, not to be too, well, this is, yeah, I don't have to worry about things. Explicit it was, as like, you want. Definitely wet enough. Like all those things were totally good to go. Um Oh, weird oh. lights. But a ghost. <laughs> Maybe there's a ghost that's a very turned ghost. on right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely feel like I just it just physically hurt at first. Mm. Um, and then same thing with postpartum. I mean, like really specific. I mean, this is like the least sexy thing ever. Like when you have tears and stuff like that, yeah. like you can feel them whenever you have sex for the first time. Ugh. Um, yeah, it was rough. Um. And then after a while, you're just like, it just doesn't, like, I guess, I guess I healed. <laughs> like, I guess Great. this is doing okay. Um, but, like, I would still say that, like, I'm still at the stage where things are, like, really slow going. Like, I'm not, I would not consider myself, like, actively back in my sex life mm-hmm. right now. Um, 
because I just have had a slow recovery. Um, I'm really looking forward to being like actively back in my okay, sex life. Okay, that was my next question. <laughs> On that note, what are you most looking forward to getting back to? So I am just looking forward to, I don't know, like the rhythm of not having to worry about pain. Do you know what I mean? You're looking forward to the rhythm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, that's exactly what I'm talking about yeah, though. Like yeah. it's like you have to kind of where you can just do the thing without thinking about like am i about to break myself exactly exactly Mm -hmm. um and like i do like things a little bit rougher and like i can't really experience that right now um so i guess like those are the things that i'm will you talk about the rough things explicitly if you feel comfy um (laughs) i like that if you feel comfy if you feel comfy tell Um, me i mean i guess i just like i just like sex a little bit rougher um, so do you mean like rougher thrusting? Or yes. Do you mean like hair pulling or I do like that. hands on necks a little bit or? All of the above, but okay. definitely like with thrusting. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, cause I just don't feel like my body is ready yeah. yet for that. No, 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 no. Yeah. It sounds like um, that. Which sucks for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but so I'm really looking forward. Like I am super looking forward to getting back to a place where I feel like I can lose myself in that and not have to worry about am I like not letting my body heal yeah. is this going to hurt I like I, that's the other thing is like I just don't want to have to think anymore is this going to hurt right and I'm just really looking forward to that so when you are I would like to talk now a little bit about your orgasm not that that's the most important thing or the primary thing but because I think it's important for people to hear how different bodies work mm-hmm. When you are in your prime, when you're not recovering, <laughs> when you're not, uh, when your body's not morphed by a baby, what are your orgasms like? Like, how do you come? When are you most likely to come? How long does it take you to get warmed up? Like, what are you, some of your favorite ways of like being touched or are there different ways that you can come? I, I, yes, there are. My favorite way to come is with him inside me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's definitely preferred. And you can and come just have... from penetration yes. and like thrusting or do you have to have additional stimulation no okay cool um so i really enjoyed that um i think like manual stimulation is also really fun but it feels different to me Mm. can you talk Um, about that more yeah it's just it it's a release but it just doesn't feel as intense and i think that all has to do with like a connectedness that Mm -hmm. i feel like um yeah like it does feel a little physically different but i also feel like it just feels like emotionally better to be that connected to another person i I that's what i really love Mm -hmm. um yeah i would say that's like my my preferred orgasm method can you come from being gone down from can you come from a good job or does it take an excellent job (laughs) so i (laughs) that's really funny um so i can but not as often why like what when the moments that you can because i as i'm attempting to explain to new partners just how incredibly sensitive my clitoris is okay so that's exactly like you and i have talked about this a lot um i'm i'm discovering i'm just gonna say this for everyone because maybe it'll help when i'm like hey can you please treat my clit like a tiny penis and give it a blowjob that will get me so close to orgasm so much faster in a way that's not painful because they're not like poking it with their tongue or like when uh, how do I describe this on a podcast like when a tongue is like like 
moving across my clit, like mm-hmm. in a in a lighter or even medium like tickly way versus like a pressure pushy way. I realized recently it feels like a chemical burn. Like because oh, I was like, cool. how do I describe to people how this feels? Like it feels so sensitive and painful that it's like it feels as if someone is like putting something acidic on my clitoris. That's so interesting. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm going to like think about <laughs> um I feel like I don't know that I feel those feelings. I just it just feels like it'll feel really good that I'm just like, no, 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 it's just too much. It's just too much. So I would say that like that's kind of why I, like sometimes I'm just like, okay, let's like back up and take a break from that because like it'll feel really good and then it'll just feel like almost mm-hmm. that sounds gonna sound weird, almost too good. Does that make sense? It's um, like, it's I like can't overwhelming. Re- yeah. Um, like I can't function. And, but also for me, it's in a way when it's that too muchness, so it's like not in a way where I'm going to come. It's like just too much. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So like, so like, yeah, it's like, I can, that has occurred. No, I but just, what's your version? I feel like there's something else there. I'm, it's like, I'm trying to find the words for it. Cause I enjoy it. I think my partner does a pretty damn good job at it. Mm-hmm. I just. My like my favorite way is just I just I have a preference, you know. I have yeah, a preference, and I'm I, just I like, trying to get you to talk about specific details. Like, is there tongue outside? Is there flat tongue on it? Does he also use fingers inside? Is there? I know it's probably different on different days, but like, yeah. what are the parts that are your favorite? Um. Uh, okay, so I really like anticipation. Mm-hmm. So I like when they're. When when the spot I want to be touched the most is like, and you like touch everything yeah. around it. Like that's my favorite. So yes. I do feel like this is something that people who go down on female bodied people need to just like get through their brain. Yeah. So like that is something that I would say that my partner is like, I mean, we've been together for quite a while now. So that's something that he knows about me. And like I do really enjoy that. Um, I just really like when that leads to then sex. Do you know mm-hmm. what like um to penetrative sex? Like mm-hmm. that like I really enjoy that. Um I just really like sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about the other direction? Of you giving him a good oh. job. <laughs> I don't know, guys, is this working? What do you think about good jobs, excellent jobs, fantastic jobs? Um I mean, I'm on board. Yeah, I, I like jobs. it. Okay, so what's your question? What's your favorite thing about blowjobs? How do you, like, do you have any moves that you want to share with the class, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I like making somebody that excited. Mm-hmm. I think, like, that's the thing. Like, I really like, it's kind of a control thing, too, right? Like, you're just, like. That's when what a lot giving- of people say, but I did not conceive of it in that way until a lot of people have been like, I like the control. And I'm like, hmm, good point. Like you're definitely like at that point, you like you kind of like take over and like. Unless, of course. That's not always the case, right? So like it- it's a reciprocal relationship. Yeah. Both are true, I feel um, like because I'm like, I'm serving you. I'm pleasuring you, but also like. My teeth are right there. So, like, don't fucking move or make me mad. Yeah. So, I, I definitely do feel like it kind of depends on on the situation, like, the tone of the evening, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, like, I enjoy, like, I enjoy doing that. Um, I enjoy that also as, like, a starter. 
Mm-hmm. Like I would say that's like a, that's like a, a pretty standard starter in mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I like that. Yeah. What about uh, exotic locations? Have you done things in any exotic locations or favorite places that are outside of the bedroom or home? Um, I think the most, ex- I don't know if I consider this exotic. Um, the stupidest thing I've done is have sex while driving. Full on sex? Yes. What? That was stupid. Wait, how do we not know this? Or did I just I forget? You did know I might have just forgotten. My that brain was stupid. What? Wait, were you driving? Or was- no. That would have been really hard. I know. That's physically. what I was trying to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So were you? I just climbed on top. Um, <laughs> uh, warning to everyone. Very unsafe. Don't very do unsafe. it. It was a one-time thing. It will never happen again. You almost crashed and died, and that's why you learned you just your drove lesson. Off the road. Um. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did you really drive off the road? Oh, like on purpose. Oh. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah. Got it. Yes. Don't go try that at home, but also that's kind of a good story. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, ah, oh, just, ah, uh, just to be dumb and in lust. Can you tell us a little bit about, are there any fantasies you have that have never been played out or fantasies you've had that have been played out or anything? Is there anything that you've wanted to do and not done? I'm just, I really want to have sex in the confessional booth. <sighs> Oh my god, yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like that's a pretty common that's, fantasy, right? That's a good fantasy. Um, and especially after Fleabag. I mean, just Yeah, well, and here's the thing. I have felt that way Ugh. since I was like in 6th grade, 7th yeah. grade. Um, have not done that yet. Um <laughs> My partner has a lot more hang-ups about church than I do. Oh, really? <laughs> um like he's a lot more nervous about like um getting in trouble in church he okay. was raised in a different religion than me than i was um so like i'm like whatever like it'll be fine like about Catholic everything yeah. yeah and um like going in places taking pictures but like, whatever like i'm a lot more like whatever about it although i did get really nervous a couple of times um when i was uh doing some like filming stuff in there that i was like but that was more like i was nervous because i was just like i hope i don't get kicked out because yeah. then this is gonna mess up my shoot like so like yes, I, yeah. that was when mm-hmm, i was nervous mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm. like on a regular basis wasn't or i there for that like yeah. wasn't i filming <laughs> yeah um so like but like in terms of just like exploring the church and like going in all sorts of nooks and crannies or whatever the place like i feel really comfortable doing that um when did that sort of like to me, it sounds like a taboo curiosity turn mm-hmm. on start for you. Do you remember how old you were? Hmm. And also, have you ever masturbated at church? No, I haven't. Um, when? Because that I... seems like something really easy to do in a confessional booth, <laughs> like during a confession. <laughs> police officers waiting outside. Um, you just be quiet. So... The father is just like, you're breathing quite heavily. You're like, I'm very nervous about this confession. <laughs> um, what if then you confessed it? Okay. I'm just... I don't know what the rules are on that. I imagine could, the Catholic wait, Church wait, is could, pretty lax on those sorts of rules. Could you imagine rules. if you're like, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. And you're like saying your sins and masturbating. And then like see, at the like end. I feel like I'd get in trouble because, you know. No, at the very end. I mean, because like, how much can they see you? 
Well, if you don't do face-to-face, they can't see you very well at all. Well, then, and what if at the very end you were like, and I masturbated in the confessional booth? <laughs> no, I wouldn't want... I just... There's always, like, old priests. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, totally, my, totally. You know, I just don't think I could do it. Um, but there wasn't, you know, fleabag priests there. I was going to um, say, that's exactly what I was going to say. So, let's see. But then also, like, I, but, okay, I, maybe I'm, like, really hung up on that. I would consider that cheating. Masturbating? On my party, partner. Masturbating in the presence of somebody else. But they're not the, looking at you. Oh, no. See, that would be, like, oh, that's really interesting. interesting. Like, see, even if they don't know that yes, you're doing Yes, because you're, it? like, involving somebody else in your sex life that's not your partner. Oh. And, like, especially if they're part of the turn on no that would be like well that's... it sounds like they wouldn't be based on what you described <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but do you know but what i see I mean? what you're saying i see like, what you're saying for me that's like like what it would have to include partner my partner was dressed up as a priest in I'll a confession that, that would be fine that would like i'd be into that sure. yeah but then you'd just be fucking and not masturbating it's true it's true i mean it'd be stages right it's um, true yeah so, so I can be excommunicated after this. <laughs> and then on that note, will you tell us a little bit about your masturbation habits? Do you masturbate when you have a partner? Or do you just like, are you, do you have such an active sex life that you're usually just like doing stuff together? I mean, I have masturbated. I would say, okay, so I was in a long distance relationship. So obviously I did a lot more mm-hmm. then um did you guys do phone sex or anything like that like were you talking to each other while touching yourselves yeah your respective selves yeah yeah well you just tell us like what it you know was it at a certain time of day and did you have like how would you get into it for people that maybe haven't done any sort of long distance sharing with partners in Um, that way so now that we've removed a key so I would say in terms of masturbation, it generally happened in the evenings, right? Um, like you know, when you're going to sleep or whatever. I also, this is this might be weird. Maybe you and I have already talked about this. I don't know. But if I had really bad cramps, like a real quick masturbation always helped a little bit. Oh, yeah. I yeah, definitely like It's like almost more of like a, but like, like to me, that almost doesn't even feel particularly sexual it's, it's more like, like a, it just feels it's like taking feel, an advil <laughs> it just feels a little better for a second i don't know if you remember this but when i was in i was in peru i was having a really hard like this is when i was curled up on the floor in a ball crying and it was first it was right before the election and then it was right after the election and one of those times i was on my period and it was like right i don't know was this right before this was right before I hiked Machu Picchu oh too. God. And I was just like having the worst time. And I remember having like the worst cramps ever because I didn't used to have cramps. And I remember texting you and feeling so far away from everyone. And you were just like, I know this is a weird thing to say, but you have to touch yourself. Because <laughs> I was having such bad cramps and was feeling so sad. And I was like, I'm so out of touch with my body. And you were like, just see if you can do it. <laughs> I was like, okay. It sounds like something I would say. <laughs> <laughs> and I did, and it was just the weirdest. But it because it did, it felt like a job job. It does not, not like no. it, it. It's weird. It's like doesn't feel particularly sexual. Yeah, it's a different sort of arousal. It's like I can still have the orgasm, but it's not like mm, yeah, it's just exactly. Like, okay. Yeah, it's not indulgent. Get get out of <laughs> get out of here, cramps. Yeah, this is necessary. <laughs> oh, 
I always ask people how they feel about butt stuff and what their experience with it is. Um, so my experience is a lot of trying and it's pretty painful. Yeah. Um, but still open, still trying. Have you ever done like fingers or anything yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, that's okay. okay. That's fine. Okay. okay. Um, but just like, is full anal a phrase? I don't know, but we can make it a phrase. Right. I understand is that a thing? Um, is difficult for me. Yeah. Um, but it's talked about a lot. Like it's definitely yeah. like, cause we, we both do a lot of talking, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So oh, will you share a little bit about your talking? Sure. Um, I mean, like I was definitely, like I am somebody who really likes dirty talk mm-hmm. and I like initiated a lot of dirty talk, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, I definitely remember being in college and like hearing you talk about it and just not having any concept of like, how to come up with those things? How did you come up with those things? Well, first of all, I read a lot of scandalous mm-hmm. books. Um, but I was really, like, quite young. Like, I had... I z- wish I had. Like, I had negative zero sex life in high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I just... It just was not going to happen for yeah. me, unfortunately. Um not unfortunately. Maybe I would have had really bad experiences. I'm really ha- happy with the way things turned yeah, out. So, but I did read a lot of great books. Um, mm-hmm. um, well-written books, I might add. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sexy so things can be well-written. That's guys. exactly right. Um, I remember the first like BDSM book I read was called Story of O. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of the first erotic novels written. It was a little novella. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of my introduction to, okay, that's not true. Let me back up. Wait, because, like, the part where she gets the thing, like, clamped onto her labia, like, I had to reread that section. So, did I ever tell you this when I finally read Story of O and we get to that part? I have passed that to a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah, including myself. But I don't know if I told you the first time I was reading the part where they clamp the whatever the fuck it is. Chain. It's like a heavy chain thing. Like, they describe it. They clamp it onto her lady or maybe it's like a piercing, but it like goes through or it's like heavy and hangs down. I was high the first time I read it. (laughs) And I remember like reading it and being like, I must be too high. I don't understand. (laughs) And then like rereading it again. And I was like, nope, I'll try again tomorrow. And then the next day being not high, read it again. I was like, just as confusing. Oh, okay. This is really what it. Okay. Yeah. And just imagine I was reading that when I I had zero experience and still thought, how do people not just kiss and have sex? Well, and I'm I'm curious to know how you conceptualized a master slave relationship because I read that book. Super sexy. You did. Yeah. So just like from the get go. Yeah. I was just like, this is so. And that's why I was just like, I've got to pass this book out to everybody. I People mean, are really missing out. It's a powerful um, book. I read it when my ex-master and I, after we had broken up the first time. So this was July of last year, a little over a year ago. And it was 100% the reason that I was like, please come back. Yeah, I was 15. <laughs> I not kissed anybody. <laughs> um, and then, okay, but let's, let, I should back up and say that my first introduction to like BDSM stuff, I once again threw... I hesitate to call this literature <laughs> with fan fiction online, mm-hmm. like in junior high. So that's what, like, so like. What kind of fan fiction? <laughs> like, it's such a giveaway, right? <laughs> I'm not even, I'm not going to okay. say, but I read <laughs> fan fiction. <laughs> and 
<laughs> the nerdiest of kinds. Just like if there is something like sci-fi in nature. I was going to say, can we say that it's science fiction? <laughs> sci-fi in nature. Um, <laughs> and they had a lot of that. And I learned very quickly because they rated them, right? Mm-hmm. Like our, I learned very quickly that the NC-17 ones were the, the coolest mm-hmm. ones, right? Mm-hmm. So that was my first introduction. And then I came across, and then I was like looking up something online and I found out about Storyboat. And like, they didn't have it at the, my hometown bookstore. So I had to go to the front desk. And I just was like before Amazon. So I had to like go to the front desk oh. and have it ordered. And like, so they... Ordered it, and then, like, on a day that I was, like, seeing friends for a movie, like, I went into the bookstore and picked it up. Wow. Yeah. And it was, like, a whole sneaking process. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I had never been told no for a book, but I really didn't want my mom to know about this book. I mean, that's the type of thing that just... Because there's, like, it wasn't, like, secretly... Like, so there were other books I picked up called the Kashil, Kashil's Chosen, Kashil's Char- Dart, like, Kashil's things like Dart. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really I liked need to those. Read the sequel. Yeah, so good, right? So like those ones like were definitely very um formative for me. Mm-hmm. But like those ones you could definitely get away with like if your parents weren't paying too close attention, Fantasy right? Because it's like I'm, I'm I'm getting this adventure novel that's the cover just, like, doesn't about give a whole lot away. Prostitute and like whatever, but it's like a religious thing, so it's fine. But she's trained, um, it's an art. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um but you know, like you like your mom's not gonna look at that and be like, wait a second, what yeah. is that? Um Story of O was just like you know, a yeah, white yeah, yeah. blank page that said "Story of O," and yeah. then the back was just like eroticism. Yeah. Um, so, so, I, so those books also were like really big. And actually, this is one of my favorite mm-hmm. stories. I read those books in high school. I left them in my room when oh I went gosh. off to college. Um, you know, like hidden in my closet. Was never expecting anybody to go into my closet. Um. My mom was like cleaning stuff out to paint the rooms and she found one of the books and she read them, read one of them. And she called me and she said, I read that book you have and it was very well written, but I just want you to know that this is not what love is. Oh my God. (laughs) And I was like, okay, thanks. Bye. So she was very concerned about the influence oh the book had on me. Wow. So anyway. what was the transition from reading these books and consuming that kind of like language. information yeah. language to using it with another person? Like, do you remember the feelings that you had when you oh, were it was like super exciting? Like, I loved like that. Like, I loved those conversations. Yeah. Um, uh, I definitely feel like the first... So I started, like, Dirty Talking before. Um, yeah. Was, like, very, like, sexually active. Um, like, almost, like, as a precursor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely feel like... Um, I feel like that was something I was, like, good at. Right? Yeah. I, was, I was like, I'm good at this. Um, I felt very confident in that area. Which is fucking amazing. Because um, I didn't learn to do it until, like, two years ago. I just should have read more... I, sh- I really should have. I mean, I really have not read that much erotic literature. And that yeah. is something I aspire to do more of when this podcast is uh, basically my full-time job. Yeah. I want to make that one of the things. So, yeah. I mean, okay. So 
flash forward to now, my mom has really been encouraging me to write an erotic novel. She'll call and be like, you need to write some smut. <laughs> um, she feels like this will give me more freedom to pursue others. She's like, yeah, you can write whatever you want afterwards. <laughs> I you mean, know? erotic. She's not wrong. Here's the thing. And I've thought about this too. Science fiction and erotic fiction are the number one self-publishing sellers on Amazon. I mean, so like, to consider. you know, so she's really pushing that and she'll say things like, I read Fifty Shades of Grey. It wasn't even well written. <laughs> it's a phrase that's used a lot in the house. Uh, it wasn't even well written. You could do this. You oh should do this. like just like very like it'd be so easy. Just write yourself an erotic <laughs> novel. Right. Um, yeah. If you could go back in time and give your younger self a piece of sexual advice, what age would you pick and what would it be? Hmm. I would maybe tell like 15 or 16 year old me that it's okay if you're not one of the first people to experiment. It's oh, like it doesn't mean that you're not attractive it doesn't mean that um you're not gonna have a good sex life because i think that's something that i was definitely just like look i, I want to be doing this stuff there was nobody that i was that i there was um, nobody that could remotely have kept up with you in terms of like maturity and well, I just, ability like, to meet you, know, you i just didn't was i it? wasn't like particularly attracted to anybody that would have been available to me you had crushes on sean connery and harrison ford when we were 16 well and um eric banna oh yeah of course (laughs) we can't forget him i don't like his ears so which i shouldn't make fun because i have stick out ears no i didn't mind them at all and i I like yours too so we're good to go um i really liked him um and clive owen um so i would just tell that person that I don't know. I guess I'm kind of stumbling over like my because it's not like I have advice like it. Don't worry, it gets better because I didn't feel that way. Like I like as soon as I started having a sex life, I enjoyed it. I was gonna um, say if I could go back and talk to sixteen year old you, but like as a now, not as six year old <laughs> me, I'd be like, "You're gonna have some fucking awesome sex. <laughs> go you. <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing." Yeah, like I guess I would just say like it's fine. It's fine, right? Because I do remember kind of that feeling of embarrassment that like I hadn't kissed anybody, yeah. and, like right, like because people would talk about like oh my first kiss at eleven or whatever, and like I even had a friend who like was much more experienced than me that made a comment about how like oh my god like blah 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 like named some person that was way younger than me is like going to like be making out with people before you've even kissed somebody oh, right like oh. which was like such a like a mean thing to say which yeah. is like what like i'm sure the person didn't mean to be mean you know kids well. say i i say stupid shit too. like i'm sure i said stupid shit at that age too and i just remember though like it was just like kind of like an embarrassment i guess i would just tell my tell my younger self like that's nothing to be embarrassed about and you're gonna think it's funny when you're older yeah. so like calm down just wait it's going going to be great (laughs) yes so lastly oh i don't know if this question makes sense for you we'll figure it out together is there a sex question you want to ask me i feel like mine though it's like it's more of a relationship question so like that's not really what this is about try it we'll see we can we can figure it out um like so you've had a lot of really good sex you had a lot of really different types of sex what does your like ideal long-term sex life look like for you? Ah! 
Why not? <laughs> like, it's a great question. I'm in a place right now where, for the first time in over a year, I have had sex with a new partner, and yeah. it was great. And I'm, I don't want to talk about it. That's okay. I guess I am dating other people as well, and I've been very honest with all of them about that. And I'm also just experiencing a lot of terror around sex and Mm -hmm. around communication. And I just have this belief that I will never find somebody who wants to touch me as much as I want to be touched. And I think the thing with my ex-master was... Partly because of the length of our sessions and partly, and and maybe some of it was like, he was a pervert, but like he was my pervert. Like he was, (laughs) we were the same type of pervert, if that makes sense. So he wanted to touch me as much as I wanted to be touched. But even with him, I would check in with him constantly. The first three to six months, I was like, are you doing this just for me? Or are you, you want to touch me this much? Like you want to, because he would go back and forth between like, touching me all over while he inspected me like just like fingering me a little bit in both holes but like everything and then like you know forcing me to worship him a little bit and then Mm -hmm. going back and forth and then like fucking me a little bit and then going back to fucking my mouth and then like going back to touching me and grabbing me and putting me in all these different places and positions in this really long drawn out way that didn't feel like it was goal oriented and so that's like what let my brain calm down enough. It's And so it's like, I have this weird thing. I don't actually think it's that weird. Mm-hmm. It's a very obvious thing where if I think you're just trying to like check the boxes to eventually get me aroused enough to come, my brain's going to latch onto that and just mm. be like, oh, you're not having, like you're, you're playing with me. And like, it's not that you're not having fun, but it's like not the depth of like. Right. Will that make any sense? No, no, no. I'm on board. So I, I want sex that includes a lot of, slowness and it's not that I don't want to orgasm it's that like I need to get tricked into orgasm like I need someone who can just touch me so much and with my ex-master he would forbid me from coming and I fucking loved that but then he would also you know it doesn't work for someone to orgasm deny you if they're not doing anything to make you feel denied like if they're like barely touching you or they touch you for five minutes and they're done they're like don't come you're like don't worry wasn't gonna (laughs) like thanks you know, that's not, that doesn't, so I think long term I am in this place where I'm like, oh, I'm going to be alone forever. And like, I've also shared that with a couple of my partners and like, like, I think I shared it with my, I think I shared it with my partner right before we then had sex. Cause we had like a conversation about like where we were and what we wanted and are we mm-hmm. kind of on the same page and then decided to have sex. And that was very sweet. And and very delightful because then we ended up uh, not on purpose, but we did come at the same time from penetration, which doesn't happen. To- so I got tricked into it and that was great <laughs> and very surprising and very wonderful. And it was because we'd been fooling around for a while, but it's also just like, yeah, I guess I really, if I could sum it up, I want slowness. Mm-hmm. I think I want some kink in there. I don't know for sure, but I do also like getting slapped. Like, yeah. that was one of the things, because I did meet someone who gave me some slaps, and and I realized I'd missed it, because it'd been yeah. over two months since I'd had any sort of uh, impact play. So, I don't know. That's my very terrified kind of answer. <laughs> okay. 
Medusa, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. This is amazing. Me.